Get Heavy Podcast, hosted by Craig Casamas and John Scheimer. What's up, guys? Welcome to the podcast. Here we are on another beautiful night. I am uh, coming to you from my normal dungeon, and Scheimer's yeah, back in right. his. Last time you were uh, surrounded by uh, lovely pictures. Yeah, I was in a weirdo uh, hotel room. Weirdo awesome. hotel room in, in the COVID? What's that like? I haven't been to a hotel in fucking so long. It's a bummer, dude. You know, the, the pool sucks. You know, if it's open. They, they happen to be open, but then they I guess to deter people from going in, they don't heat the jacuzzi or the pool at all, so it's just cold. But it was still nice to jump in, you know. It's just like, it doesn't make any fucking sense. Yeah. Obviously, you got to wear a mask. There was like maybe three people at the whole hotel, though, it felt like. I don't think, yeah. I, I didn't see, I saw one other human, like, one time. Right. Which was which was weird, you know. Life is just so, like, I mean, like, <laughs> I always hate to just be like, I hate to be like, so just like, wow, but it's just like, it's just so not life, you know? Yeah. In well, you like, get like a taste of it every once in a while, you know, if you go out I mean, it's and do just something. Like, it's, it's weird, though. It's mm-hmm. weird because it's like, you know, like, like on the, in the good side, like, I mean, I don't know, like, like on the good side of it all, you know, fucking we're allowed to get a, uh, you know, once in a lifetime, once in a, like, once in a hundred years, <clears throat> a, like, you're able to, like, clip everyone that you didn't want in your life you're able to like, you know, kind of restart, you know yeah. what I mean? Like we're getting like a halfway through life, like kind of restart, but it just, sucks. and that's the only good thing I can think about it is that like, you kind of get like a second chance at a new life. You mean as like, a, that's like with the COVID shutdown and stuff. With the COVID shutdown yeah. and like, you know what I mean? Like, like, I mean, I guess, I don't know. I guess we're just so different in a sense because like events are a thing where like we see people at events. Right. That's where we see people. Right. And, uh, you know, people, I guess this is just normal life. Well, I mean, a, a lot of the world is just, you know, they see each other at their, you know, the concerts or things they go to, but I mean, you've made yeah. a living doing those things. So you, I mean, I think it's even harder for you because you've had, I still am doing, I'll still do construction. It's not a problem. You know what I mean? Like I'm still doing exactly what I was doing, but you've had to actually completely find a whole new career. (laughs) You know what I mean? And that's, it's, you know, and you didn't ask for it. You didn't get burnt out to do it. You know what I mean? You didn't really want to do it. So I see how the, uh, you know, I see it go in waves with you where you're stoked on a constant paycheck, but then all of a sudden it's like, well, dude, you know, you know, I didn't want to, you know, I but, you, my, you know, that's kind of what happens, man, when you, you know, you end up kind of doing what you got to do to survive, you know? I mean, like, yeah, it's just... For people in music, in music, they've had to completely figure it out. Comedy, any sort of entertainment industry. I mean, you know, it's uh, it's it's crazy to think that we're at six months. Mm-hmm. Like, six months of, like... Because, I mean, like, <clears throat> I guess stuff is coming back, you know, like other stuff. Yeah. But like, well, people are trying to figure out ways to make it come back to normal. And also, man, like, you know, I, I'm not going to like say anything really bad, but California is like pretty fucking oppressive with the, with the stuff. You know what I mean? Like, there's yeah. other states, 
there's other states where you can get a haircut and you can get to a nail salon and they can do it safely and tattoo shops are open and you know what I mean? It's and it's still not spreading like wildfire. You know what I mean? So it's yeah. like part of it is that they've absolutely crippled California with some of their some of their decisions. You know, is it right? Is it wrong? Only time will tell tell, I guess. I don't know. I mean it feels I mean, hindsight. but it's six months now, six months past, it feels like it's starting to feel like, dude, like we you guys have seriously crippled a ton of people that you didn't need to cripple at this point, you know? Yeah. It really does. I mean, tattoo artists, haircut. I mean, salons just opened up again yesterday or what, last week or something? Something like that. And then it's like in a minor, minor capacity. And it's like, that. that's what a huge portion of the fucking industry and our our state alone that's based in that kind of shit, you know? You could have done yeah. it safely, dude. You could have done it safely. And some other, not, I'm not saying they're all nailing it, but, you know, you can do it safely. It could have been done a long time ago, but now everyone's really starting to feel the oppression because it's so far past now. It's like no one even wants to make the daring choice anymore, you know? Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. It's just fucking, it's, it's, uh, it's, it's taxing on my life. And I'm kind of over it. Yeah, I bet, dude. You know, I do go in waves and. And then, like, <clears throat> you know, <clears throat> it's a lot. It's a fucking lot. Can it stop being so much? <laughs> I, I wish, like, dude. I don't know. I, I mean, fuck. I almost want to listen to the podcast from, like, well, before when we did it. Just be like, oh, remember when life was fun? Remember when we did Mushrooms right. on the Air? Right. <laughs> yeah, I know, man. Yeah, that's you true. I, um, I got to start uploading those to the bonus, uh, to the Patreon. It's, uh, and, I mean, it's just, uh, I don't know. I don't know. Well, eventually it will be passed, and we'll figure out how to move past it. And yeah, it back, you know. But yeah, I think just, you just uh, everyone has to remember to be fucking grateful for what they do have. You know, what I mean, it's, people have lost people. People have really, really fucking died, been absolutely crippled, lost their businesses, lost their entire fucking life savings, their houses. They're being evicted. Yeah. You know what I mean? And it's like, well, you got to get a new job. You know? Yeah. Uh, you yeah. know, so there is something there's some shit that could be grateful. Yeah, for. I mean I always try to I always try to look at, you know, hey, it's a little I don't know. I always try to be positive about shit, but yeah. not today. Yeah, well that's fine, man. I mean not it's a good today. day. It's a glo- it's a gloomy gloomy uh uh I guess humid day here in Ventura. Yeah. Dude. yeah it, is. it like it's almost cool. rained on me this morning. It went from a hundred and ten to almost raining on me this morning in two days obviously that's a scam i don't know if you know that yet but the heat scam's real dude it's uh it's the heat hoax yeah it's a heat hoax it's a heat scam gavin newsom is um uh, gavin newsom uh, is actually in business with high-end ac companies and it's (laughs) well gavin newsom and he's also in bed with uh certain sunscreens you know oh that too yeah 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 i heard he owns um you know what's the, and I what's heard the one with uh, the dog biting the baby's butt he owns that one <laughs> yeah no it's funny man <clears throat> oh god life hey you know what man when times get tough john i just want you to remember one thing okay what love is love man 
Love is love, a hole is a hole. <laughs> a hole's a hole, dude. Okay. You know what I mean? Guys, remember that. Every time life gets tough, just remember. Love, love is, is love. love. Love is love. And There's nothing you know, more important than love, guys. Yeah. Yeah, fucking heck. But um, I don't know. Yeah, but uh, what would uh, you were sh- you were showing me some uh, fucking WAP thing? Okay, yeah. So I, I mean, I, I showed you that. Obviously, everyone's doing their own WAP videos mm-hmm. uh, right now with the lyric reading and shit like that. Uh, they're pretty amazing. I wonder if we can get away with doing this. Here, let's see if I can. This I guy's mean, pretty famous. We should give him a, a proper shout out, I guess, though. With uh, yeah. Where is this guy? Let me find him real quick. I was dying. Let's see here. Let's see what we can do. Hold on now. Yeah. I'm just, uh, I don't know. It's just fucking today. I don't know. And I'm, I'm so pissed that I'm having a bad shitty day, you know? Well, like, I mean, shit happens, man. It's just frustrating. Fuck yeah, it's frustrating. It's frustrating. It's ridiculous. But uh, they're fucking, they're going to have, we had a nice weekend though. That was cool. And a nice little, little uh, COVID get together (laughs) for Memorial, for Labor Day. It was a little good get together. Fuck yeah, man. We were reiterated that love is love. Love is love, man. That's a, that was a one takeaway we, uh, we had, we all had from that thing. All right. So this guy, what's his name? He's a German dude. Flula. Flula Borg. I'm sure he's been on a million things that are uh, probably going to get us flagged, but this is amazing. This is the best WAP version I've seen so far. Got that certified freak. Seven days a week. The moist, moist meow meow makes that pullout game weak. Woo! Horse in this house. There's a horse in this house. There's a horse in this house. You messing with the moist, moist meow meow. Bring a bucket and a mouse. For this moist, moist meow meow. Give me everything you've got. For this moist, moist meow meow. Beat it up. Person catch a charge. Extra large and extra hot. Put this meow meow in your face. Swipe your nose like credit card. Hop on top. I want to ride. I do kick it. Inside, spit in my mouth, look in my eye. Meow meow is wet, come take a dive. Tie me up, I'm surprised. Let's roll play, I wear disguise. I want you to work that big Mac truck right up in this little garage. Yeah. Make it clean, make me scream. I'll sing public, make a scene. I don't care, I do not clean. Let me tell you how I got this thing. Gobble me, swallow me, drip down side of me, quick jump out for you. Let me get inside of me, tell him where to put it, never tell him when about to be a rundown on him for I have a man running me. Talk your poop, bite your lip, ask for a call while I hide that penis. You really ain't. Never gonna duck him for a sing. He already made his mind up for he came. Now get your coat and your coat for this moist, moist meow meow. He bought a phone just for pictures of this moist, moist meow meow. Pay my tuition just to kiss me on this moist, moist meow meow. Now make it rain if you want to see that moist, moist meow meow. It's ridiculous. How does that not put you in a good mood? I like this is what life used to be like. Awesome. <laughs> yeah, exactly, dude. You it's know, still awesome. You just gotta look for it. Yeah, yeah. I guess it's just like you know, because I'm just like like my fucking stupid foot. You know, it's like I mean, it's 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 better. It still hurts, and it's like you know what I mean. It's just like. I don't know. 
what the fuck? Like, like, why can't like Magic Mountain be open and we can go like ride Viper or something? Yeah, where's Hurricane like, we Harbor when you like, need it? Yeah, bring yeah. back know, Hurricane I Harbor. I Hurricane Harbor so bad this summer. It's not even funny. It's gonna give you that moist, yeah. moist meow, meow, dude. That moist, moist meow, meow. And I liked how he spelt it like different ways each time. <laughs> yeah. That's a- there's been a bunch of them that are pretty good but that one is my favorite so far so uh something we were talking about uh earlier this week was um both both of us actually happened to be watching wrestling and listening to wrestling shit the other day oh that's something i never do right so yeah yeah, i watched that david arquette documentary cannot kill it david arquette and it was wild Tell me, uh, what what's the name of the movie you were watching about him? It's called You Cannot Kill David Arquette. Okay. And it is shockingly crazy. Like, it's uh, if you haven't seen it, man, I mean, it's literally like David Arquette's been trying to be a wrestler for like the last 10 or 15 years. And he got basically handed the championship, the WCW championship, like 10 years ago or something, like in a... I just, I don't know why, but it pissed off the entire wrestling community. And so no one will take him serious, dude. And like in this documentary, he decides to get back into it. And it's, it almost feels like a mockumentary at times, but I've heard him on interviews. He says like, it, it's all really happened, you know, but he ends up like wrestling, like in a backyard party and gets his like head broke open. And I mean, dude, there's some wild shit that happens in it, you know, and you're just I You're still need to him. watch this thing. I have a, I have a, I know the dude that does a, like a wrestling stuff down in LA, and I know he's wrestled for him a few times. Yeah, he does like a hard, a death match, like a hardcore death match where they're smashing like light bulbs into your face, and it's bad, dude. It's so crazy. And he goes down to Mexico, like trains with the luchadors and stuff. I don't want to give too much of it away because you got to watch it, but. Oh my God, dude! It, you know, and it, it is what it is for wrestling. You know, obviously, wrestling is ridiculous, but you could those guys beat the living shit out of themselves. You know what I mean? Every fucking yeah. time. Um, and David David Arquette, like I back David Arquette. He's a he's a pretty funny dude. So I imagine that it's got to be great because he's kind of one of those people that like takes is like oddly eccentric. Where like you probably wouldn't think of him as being eccentric. Oh no, he's yeah. He's and he just kind of like goes for it, like so. Imagine with the wrestling, uh, he's probably out of his mind. It's it's surprising, dude. Like, it's shocking. It's well worth the fucking. Like it's almost like comparable to when Mickey Rourke did that the wrestler movie or whatever that was. Do you ever watch that one? Um. Anyway, but you're like he goes so far above and beyond what you would think someone like that would do you know what i mean it's it's crazy man yeah 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 yeah. i'd have to check it out um didn't he like cut himself or something like that too and have to go yeah i don't want to give too much of it away but he has some serious injuries like serious serious injuries serious serious injuries like you Uh, would you you're not sure how he lived (laughs) you're not (laughs) sure made it out Okay. Wild okay. Yeah, that's a good one. I've been watching that. It's entertaining. Right, right, right. See, the wrestler that I was all about uh, was uh, I was listening to this podcast last week when I had to drive to fucking Ridgecrest because uh, that's you know because that's my life now. 
Um, anyways, uh, uh, I was listening to this this podcast about like it, it's like eccentric people. Some I can't remember the name of it. It's Cases of eccentricity. That's what right. it's called. Right, right. I, remember I remember that. But uh, I heard, I learned about this dude named Chris Colt. Uh, Chris Colt, not Colt, but Colt, like C O L T. Yeah, Chris. Colt. Not like the Colt forty five, but like Colt, the porn <laughs> mag, the gay, the gay there porn mag. Or That's like what he named himself after. <laughs> yeah. Um, here, so like, uh, let's just kind of. Uh, I I kind of just found this right now. Like, there's not really a lot about him that you can really find as far as like a ton of stuff. Mm-hmm. but you could find some of because he was from like the 60s and 70s when he mainly wrestled. Oh, yeah. And uh, he, he was just a fucking <clears throat> maniac, basically. Um, so I'm going to read this little thing. It's not that much. It's like uh, the whole thing's like maybe like 12 paragraphs, but we'll stop during some of it and talk about it. So this is, uh, this is from a prowrestlingpost.com uh it and it's a uh, yeah prowrestlingpost.com it was april 1st 2020 <clears throat> it looks like the the people are in uh montreal or something like that anyways the ctv affiliate here in montreal had a fantastic track record of broadcasting wrestling shows okay so it's not like they're talking about some channel up there anyways uh saturday noon okay so in the early to mid 70s a station ran a local fed known as local feed known as grand prix wrestlings it had no official link to all the emile dupree grand uh atlantic grand prix wrestling that that must be the wrestling group up there anyways so it was like an independent circuit independent it's all independent circuit so the montreal promotion which which had as its rival all-star wrestling run by the anyways one saturday one saturday so just blew me away a new act was introduced the chris colt experience colt was unlike any other performer i had witnessed before he wore alice cooper type makeup and was unique at the time in in that he used music and it used music he used intro music as well as exit music so i guess back then that was something that didn't happen yeah and he was one of like the like the like the original people that did it he would make his way to the ring to welcome to my nightmare while leaving to no more mr nice guy nice <laughs> uh he also made the use of the top rope elbow drop as a finisher. Uh, while his time in Grand Prix was relatively short, uh, Colt left an impression that would last for decades. Uh, as the year went uh, here, uh, here we go. Chris Colt became fascinated with wrestling at a very young age. His family moved to Oregon when he was a boy. And his first contact with the sport saw him hook up as a caddy for Don Fargo. What the fuck is a caddy? What is this wrestling caddy? I don't know. Is, I don't know what, what a wrestling is, caddy is. Let's see. I was thinking we'll golf. Yeah, yeah, so I, I listened to this podcast after you were telling me about it. And the crazy I mean, the crazy thing is, is like this guy <clears throat> lived like an actual rock and roll life. Like he was basically the Libby of wrestling, it seemed like. You know what I mean? And he had a partner 
uh, named Ronnie Dupree, and he died of a heart attack uh, during a wrestling match <laughs> on the yeah. announcer, right? So, and then, like, <laughs> but basically, like, when these two would wrestle together, and he was openly gay, they were both openly gay, right? And in right. the 70s, that's insane. They dressed like bikers. They dressed like Hell's Angels. They were originally called the Hell's Angels. They changed their names, like, a bunch of times. They dressed as Hell's Angels. They dressed as, um, uh, what else did they dress as? Uh, uh, like, crazy metalheads. Um, all kinds of, oh, like, gay leather bikers, essentially. And they would wrestle. And, like, they were so nuts that they started riots, like, at the actual in the actual arenas sometimes and they'd have to shut down the whole fucking the whole thing because they'd be fighting with the audience and stuff yeah but after that dude ronnie his, who was his lover died you know chris colt became his own entity and i i mean everyone from the, all this stuff i listened to and read like was saying that he was an incredible wrestler and basically would take anything you would throw at him you could headbutt like drop him on his head 17 times you know what i mean and this guy's he could only wrestle completely wasted, you know what I mean? But he ended up doing, like, bits, like, as a Satanist, as, like, a Nazi, all kinds of shit, you know, on his own, you know what I mean? There's some footage of him. It says, uh, Colt, Colt, Colt went to Massachusetts and broke into the biz business as Magnificent Maurice Shaver. <laughs> it was there that he met up with, Russell Groves, who was ten years his se- Russell Groves, who was ten years his senior, the ta- the two formed a tag team as Kafabi Kifab- 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 brothers, Ronnie and Paul Dupree. Mm-hmm. So that's where he met him. Yeah. <clears throat> so that dude's original name was Russell Groves. Okay. Ronnie Dupree was. Anyways, yeah. uh, they were partners in the ring. They were also a couple in real life at a time yeah. when taboos and obstacles were seemingly everywhere. They made no efforts to hide their relationship in the dressing room and on the road, yet had to be discreet given the times. Yeah. Um, it, dude, the footage is insane. I actually have some. So he went, like, I guess after his lover Ronnie died, I guess he went, like, completely off the rails. You know what I mean? And was, like, com- like totally. Here, let me see if I can pull it up real quick. Um, let me see. Can you see that? Yeah. So there's no sound on a lot of these, but you can see him like coming in the ring. And oh, yeah. <laughs> he looks like <laughs> Oh yeah. yeah. He looks like a lot of our friends look like. I like it. But <clears throat> yeah, he's coming out and he's like threatening everyone, you know what I mean? I guess he would fist fight people in the crowd. <laughs> you know, um this yeah. is kind of his uh I guess not a Alice is- Cooper phase, but you know, this is like maybe late seventy six. This was yeah. after. What was this after the his other guy? His dude died. His other dad died in seventy five. Yeah, look how this fucking. Year. And he always claimed that he had to be completely hammered when he came in, and yeah, I mean, his whole life was basically like living as a complete rock star. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, but then yeah. when you talk to when you hear there's like pro wrestlers that know him obviously, and remember him back from back in the day, and they said that like. Yeah. The amount of intensity and like skill that he brought to the ring was like pretty unheard of for the time. You know what I mean? Like the way he would, you know, interact and just take whatever came at him and stuff like that. It was pretty interesting, dude. Right. He ended right, up, you right, know, right. What he, he ended up being a um, a born again Christian late uh, in the later '90s, and I guess he died of uh, of AIDS. Big surprise. Oh yeah, he was a born again <laughs> Christian. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
Yeah, dude, he's um, nuts. Okay, so it was, it was pretty fascinating, dude. Here we go. Here we go. Uh, uh, being de- see, this is more about like them as when they were the tag team guys. Uh, being discreet also meant being respectful and smart. Colt never resorted to making a character of his orientation, a la Sunny Kiss. The partners portrayed biker brothers, leather chains, and all. They even named themselves California's Hell's Angels, right. and Hell's and Hell they raised mainly wrestling in Detroit when they became NWA tag team partners in a top rank promotion run by Paul Farrat. The sh- Paul Farrat, the Sheik, often imitated, never duplicated. <laughs> uh, um, let's see here. Uh, there they continued to draw more heat than a strip of Reynolds wrap in a tander in a tander oven a tandoor oven wow this is very canadian yeah uh they performed regularly at phoenix venue known as known as madison square garden a tribute to the house that bruno built upon arriving in the southwest the real life hell's angels let the promotion know that they were unhappy with the characters portrayed as members of their association so the real hell's angels showed up yeah and was like, yo, no, no. Um, <laughs> yeah, and, it's no all, and so it's all, these were cats that you, 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 you didn't, these were not cats you wanted to mess with. The tag team was renamed the Comancheros. Comancheros. Yeah. One night, the duo decided to burn an American flag on TV. Too bad Rick Monday was nowhere to be found. Rick Monday is a, uh, <clears throat> Rick Monday is a, uh, he announces baseball games for the Dodgers and he is actually famously known for, there was a couple people in like the seventies that, that went on to Dodgers. It went out in the center field, Dodger stadium. Mm-hmm. And they tried to burn an American flag during a game. Oh, okay. And Rick Monday, there's like this famous video of Rick Monday running over and grabbing it from him. Oh, yada, okay. yada. Yada. But that's what that reference that's was. What that was that's what that reference was. Uh, the outlet that broadcast that incident that incident got in huge trouble with the FCC, and as a result, lost its broadcast license. Yeah. <laughs> think about this: in the seventies, in the seventies, you people like, like you know, you're just like, okay, cool, we'll put this wrestling on TV and burn a flag, and you lose your whole entire <clears throat> and family. you lose everything. You know, an FCC license is hard to get. I'm sure it's not easy. You know what's harder to get is after you lose it from that. Yeah. Yeah. And, dude, the footage on YouTube is amazing, man. Because he had, like, four or five different, like, you know, almost like Mankind and Dude Love, you know, the guy that that did all those characters. Like, he had so many different characters. But, like, literally, he he would come out as a Nazi for a while and fucking (laughs) taunt people. And and he would come out as, like, you know, it was just crazy, man. Some of the footage is wild. Oh, God, check this out. The pair had a living, had, had a living the edge mentality, living on the edge mentality outside the parameters of their performance. Their whole life was a show. In a famous incident, they paraded around a hotel with a small white tiger on a leash. So imagine them just, like, walking around, like, the Motel 6 or something like that and, like, fucking, you know, just like, like oh, yeah, how, we'll fucking- how much coke do you think you need to trade to get a tiger um i mean how much like how much do you need to buy to get it as a as like a party gift as a gift yeah yeah yeah. (laughs) like 
like how I wonder how I wonder how much like how much do you what do you have to do? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I yeah, mean, is this uh, are you uh, talking about a kilo? I mean, in the 70s, you know, in the seventies, there's a lot of that going around, probably. So he's like, "Hey, I need uh, a tiger." And they're like, "Hold on, I know who to call." There's a fucking tiger. I know. Yeah, it's got that. You know what I mean? Yeah. So it says, uh, "Okay, so in the fall of 1976, Ronnie Dupree died of a heart attack during a gig as a ring announcer. He was only in his early 40s." Colt carried on his career as a singles wrestler. He dropped the biker gimmick and reinvented his character as a hard rocker. That's when he right. had the fucking Alice Cooper thing going on. Yeah, yeah. Um, okay. Oh, oh. Uh, so the elephant in the room was Colt's issues with substance abuse. Not even a struggle, but a conscious choice to live each day like it was to be his last. An Arizona performer by the name of Bill Anderson said Colt downed a crate of beer and a bottle of SoCo daily. Another worker, Greg Lake, who knew Colt in the Northwest, claimed Chris told him that he could never work when he was not high. Uh, (laughs) Yeah, I'm telling you, he's like the uh, Lemmy of wrestling, dude. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so they just showed the – so the video that you just showed, it's all – it says right here. It, okay, so the, the, the thing about that video, in an f- infamous incident in Phoenix that took place in 1975, Colt hallucinated during a cage match, seeing spiders all around. He fled the view- venue, fighting with both fans and area security. In research, on Chris Colt, uh, in research on Chris Colt about five years ago, one came across a Grand Prix wrestling crib where he took Canadian Peter Caparella an enhancement talent performer, very active on the Canadian scene. Mm-hmm. Okay. So he just fucking like went for it all the time. Yeah, no, that's, that's basically, that's, yeah. That's, that's yeah, what, yeah, yeah. that's kind of what I'm seeing. You know what I mean? He, he really, really went for it all the time. Yeah, I pulled yeah, it, yeah. I pulled up versus Caparella. Hold on. Let's see if it's on here. Yeah, that was one. Let's see, you ready? Well, we've lost our music, George, and we're now into what the fans are here to see with those watching on the screens at home tuned tune in to watch wrestling and, and uh, not rock music. I was just uh, thinking as I it would be a shame if somebody is a watchbird that he wears around his neck and the garment that he wears over his shoulders and the eye makeup. The eye makeup, yes, the red leggings and the silver boots and silver trunks. I, uh, I think with that, uh, getting it on him, we can see he's quite colorful. Caparella, after a little engagement with the cement on the floor, he's back. Meantime, Colt is, is taking care of Caparella. You corrected me for that? Oh, look at that flying elbow. Big elbow drop. <laughs> Here he comes, George, off the top rope. He's taking his time up there, isn't he? Oh. What can you say, Milt? I feel what sorry for Peter Caffarello, that's what I have to say. Three, that's it. over, that's it. Dude, he's on, he's on fucking hallucinogens during that match? Yeah. Good yeah. God. Can you imagine I get out, climbing I get to the out. top of a rope? Yeah, I like that as well. Oh, I, feel, I feel sorry. I feel sorry for this guy. I feel sorry. 
Dude, can you imagine being on like mushrooms or acid and having to fucking do a like an elbow drop from the top of a fucking no. wrestling match? No, I mean like I feel like I'm doing that when I'm on mushrooms without even doing it. So I couldn't imagine like actually doing it. You know? Yeah, the guy's nuts, man. I mean, he eventually tie- retired from wrestling, right? And then, and then he, he found Jesus. I think yeah. he, I think it was kind of like you know the. The typical, like, he was probably, you know, he's got old. I mean, it's the 70s, like. Yeah, he wrestled through, like, the 70s and maybe early 80s or something. Yeah, that was before wrestling was even, you know. Before Ed, before Vince McMahon and his family took it over, essentially. Yeah, before money, before <clears throat> money was, was flowing through it, you know. Before the salmon, wild, before dude. The salmon of Capistrano. Yeah, you guys are looking for something interesting to read about. Deep dive on Chris Colt. Deep dive on Chris Colt. That's what it's called? Yeah. Well, I just, you know, do a deep dive on it. Oh, you know, it's, oh okay. It's was pretty, highly entertaining, dude. <clears throat> yeah. Yeah, he was a uh, – it was pretty entertaining for sure. I enjoyed it. Um, he's, an entertaining, he's an entertaining person. I can definitely say that. I don't know. It's, you, you ever just meet some of those guys that are just, like, so rare, you know, like that, that – Yeah, they push the envelope. They push the limit of everything in life, and then I mean, I almost still never make it. You know? Yeah, I feel that like I don't know. Like I mean, I I feel a lot of my friends are kind of eccentric. Yeah, you know, in lots of ways. So I kind of am. I kind of am drawn to eccentricity. I would say. But then you yeah. could also look at my life and say I'm drawn to brick walls, you know. So <laughs> <laughs> I'm not I'm laughing; I'm crying. <laughs> yeah, well, but, shit. Uh, yeah, dude. Fucking, uh, I don't know. Let's see what the fuck else is going on. There's nothing. The world's falling apart. Everything's fucking. Dude, it's crying. like that's the thing, man. It's like like fucking. There's a like, heat scam going oh, on. Oh my god! I mean, gender reveal parties. Gender reveal oh. <laughs> fucking fires. What the fuck, man? Like, <clears throat> I'm so, I, I just like, man, <sighs> I never really wanted to go to Mars, you know, because like, I, <clears throat> I think going to Mars is bullshit in our lifetime, but I'll be the tester. Oh, now you're I changing your story. Yeah, yeah. I've been over here the whole the time podcast. saying I'm going. I think we talked about it on the podcast. Like, I want <laughs> off the fucking planet. I, dude, I've been a proponent for leaving the whole time. Yeah, but I'm, I'm not sure there's room for you on my fucking spaceship, boy. You're late to the <laughs> game now. You came you in late. I'm an early you adopter. You hit up my boy Elon. Hey, you <laughs> yeah, you better hit him up, dude. You better start seeing if he needs Elon. any concerts promoted up there. What's his name? Who's the other dude? Uh, Bezos. Virgin. Virgin. Oh, yeah. Uh, Richard... Branson? Bezos? I believe Bezos is like a fucking, uh, what is it? Um, reptilian? Uh, reptilian, yeah. No, he's more <laughs> like the, uh, the, 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 androids, the androids from Alien. Oh, okay. You know. Wouldn't you assume Elon's that more, though? Elon? Because Bezos uh, just ran an insanely successful business, you know? Yeah. I mean, you got to be a special fucking human to get it that far, but, you know, Elon, I think, is more the, uh, 
is more the uh, alien or the AI. Yeah. You know, I think we're all living in his simulation. It's a bullshit simulation. (laughs) It's starting to get, well, it's making Mars sound pretty good right now though, isn't it? And I, can I write a letter to HR, please? <laughs> yeah, I'd like to. Yeah, so these gender reveal parties, dude. I've been seeing a a ton of memes for them, and they're killing me, man. No, I dude, saw like one like, of the of like, the like, comment going over the dinosaurs, and it's like it's a girl. <laughs> like what? How big of a fucking asshole do you have to be? So like, I mean, I guess. So is that what it is? Is that some of the fires seriously in California were started by a general? Yeah, like the like one of the big ones. One of the big ones that started on fucking Sunday or Monday or Sunday night. Um, the the one that's causing the insane unhealthy air is a fucking gender reveal party. Man, what do you name that kid? Asshole. (laughs) The kid didn't do it, but you should name it something. Let's see. Let's pick a good name. If it's a girl. Mm. Let's see. If it's a girl and a boy, let's pick a good gender reveal party for the kid that was born and caused the fucking thousand houses to be burnt in the forest. Mm. Uh, Fucking Jesus Christ. I don't know. I'm just, I'm just, I'm just going to be angry about it. I'm in an angry day. Uh, Karen? Karen, no. We, 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 I mean, anybody that fucking names their kid Karen or Kevin in this day and age, it's gonna be, it's gonna be a rough is one, a fucking asshole. And I'm not saying that all Karens and Kevins are assholes, because obviously it's just a fucking like, it's a name. You, you just got I mean? caught up, dude. Your your just, name just, just got, got caught ruined. Up. Hey, it happens. My yeah. name's John. I can't tell you how many times I've been referred to like, oh, the John. Oh, 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 oh. I know five fucking Johns that are pretty close to me. You know what I mean? Yeah. And it's, it yeah, becomes yeah. a serious problem when I'm telling my wife what I'm doing. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, yeah. so I'm, I'm, I'm hanging with John. She's like, which John? You know, there's yeah. 20 of them. You know, it's like, I was, yeah. oh, I was talking to John the other day. I go, okay, fucking what John? Yeah. But yeah, I, there's no new kids na- yeah. being named John. It's like if if um, look if you're a, if your baby if your baby comes like starts dating a girl named Karen or Kevin just fucking run when they're when, you know when they're like seventeen eighteen or whatever how old you start dating these days it's a bummer it's just a bummer you know? yeah. just be like yo what's what's her name son what's her name oh she dude you know, here let me let me play it this way let me play it this way I'll be I'll be I'll be your kid dad um I met this really cool girl man she's like. 17 you know she's my age and i met her in high school the other day i ran into her and like dude i you know i knocked her books out of her hand i picked them up like and she's so pretty and i asked her out on a date and like she said like she's totally yeah she's so like yeah i'm like really excited like i'm excited for you that sounds like great she sounds like a great person yeah she's really sweet really really nice she's got like a short haircut and it kind of like leans over like that Oh, perfect. I love short hair. I've always it's had a, blonde. I, I it's like blonde. I get it. I get it. Yeah, 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 yeah. I can understand that you'd like a cute girl like that. Yeah. Yeah, she's yeah. really cool. Yeah. And oh, she likes cool. um, anime and uh, D&D and oh. skateboarding. Yeah. And her oh, name's cool. Karen. Her name's Karen. Get the fuck out! Get the <laughs> fuck out! <laughs> yeah, it's a wrap. Get the fuck out. <laughs> You're going to kick out. him out of the house. KKK, kook, kooky Karen Kevin. Kooky Karen Kevin, dude. 
Ku Klux Kevin. It's the new KKK. It's the KKK of modern times. There it is, man. Yeah. So, uh, so let's go. I guess if you're gonna have a baby, um, we don't care what the gender is because this world. Listen, right now, this world is non-binary. Okay, this is a right. non-binary universe now, and love yeah. is love. And love how fucking love, dare you gender your child? Okay, how dare you do pink or blue? Okay, pink or blue, shame on you. How's that? A hole's a hole. A hole's a hole. Love is love. Pink or blue, shame on you. Let's really talk about fucking having kids right now. Okay, look, I know that fucking COVID is the fucking time. And COVID is this time when it's like, oh, cool, yeah, we're home. We're going to fuck all the time. I don't know what that's like. I have no idea. But fucking like, okay, cool. You're going to fuck when you're at home. If you're going to have a fucking kid right now, like if you're literally like, Oh, do you know what? Oh, fuck, you're, oh, babe, you're fucking pregnant? That's the fucking greatest thing I've ever heard in my fucking life. You need to get your fucking head checked. You need to get your fucking head checked. Because look at the fucking planet. Look at the fucking earth. I don't give a fuck about your goddamn God. I don't give a fuck about, you know, something, you know, oh, fucking pro fucking this and that shit. No, fuck no. There's two, like, we need a break. (laughs) Like, and you know what? Don't think about your fucking kid. Like, mm-hmm. you're going to fucking bring your kid into this shit? Think about how shitty it's going to be in 18 years. You know what happened fucking 18, 19 years ago? 9-11. And remember when it was like, remember when it was like, oh, fuck, this is like the worst thing ever. And then fucking like little mm-hmm. things were changing after that. Yeah, yeah. And now, and now all that shit is normal. <clears throat> the Patriot mm-hmm. Act, fucking TSA, fucking taking off your goddamn shoes at the fucking airport. Yeah. All this fucking shit. Right. Think about everything that's fucking put in place over COVID. That is going to be fucking normal. Look at fucking shithead fucking shithead politicians that are still fucking shitheads. Like, think about your fucking kid. Do your kid a favor and kill it. Okay? <laughs> Do your fucking kid a favor. Okay? It's not even uh-huh. your fucking kid yet. It's a little fucking, little fucking embryo this fucking big. Like, look, I'm doing you a fucking favor, okay? Look, mm-hmm. your fucking girl, your girl comes to you and she's mm-hmm. like, yo... She's like, yo, yo, I want to talk to you. Like, I oh, really? What's up? What's yeah. going on? I peed on a stick. I peed on a stick and like had what this thing. What do you mean, peed on a stick? Like, yo, no, no. You know what you do? You send her to fucking Uncle John, and I'll fucking talk to her, and I'll fucking let her know what the fuck's going on. Okay? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that's great. It's really it's sound, incompar- uh in uh, you can't even fight with it. I mean, it's you can. I mean, it's absolute I mean, steel logic. It's just obviously. like it's like. At one point, at what point do you have to like? I mean, I don't know, man. I thought the same thing. Look, I thought the same thing when I had my daughter. I had my kid in 2008, right in the middle of the greatest recession we had ever been in, coming out of an eight-year war with fucking Bush, and and you thought, how could it get any worse? And guess what? It's gotten worse. (laughs) And I still got these little fuckers. Think about your kids. I, yeah, well, um, or your future kids, or non-future kids, actually, is if Shamrat is kids. like. Think about, like, what your kids are going to have to fucking go through. You know, just, uh, you know. So, what, but, like, like, what if you weren't planning on having a baby and it happened? Because I've never planned any of mine. Baby, and yeah. then you had a baby? Shit happens. Well, yeah, shit happens, I know. <laughs> You're just saying kill it. Just kill it. <laughs> okay. Just want to make sure you're 
we're, we're clear here, you know what I mean? Shit, you straight know, as an arrow. This might, sound, this might sound insensitive, but it's actually very sensitive. It's caring for the kids, you know? <laughs> you know? I mean, you know, hey, when times get tough, kill it. Kill you know it. I mean? Hey, you know what? If you have kids right now and you're struggling, I'm just saying. Kill them. <laughs> I don't kill advocate your killing your children. Please don't kill your kids. Please Even the little beans. We don't care. You know, be smart. Get a burner phone. Text someone. Have it done for you. Make sure to you buy the I mean? correct like, plastic pin. Hit. Put out a hit on your kids. But don't do it yourselves. Definitely. I don't know. I mean, you know, it takes a, it takes kids, a real special monster to be able to do it themselves, and, you know. And kids, if you're watching this right now or listening to this, look, you can email getheavypodcast at gmail.com and we will call your parents on CPS, okay? Because what the fuck is going on there? Why are you watching this? You definitely Why are you be listening this. to this? Yep. No. You know? Yeah. Is your, is your, are you, you know, we should almost have like a, uh, an automatic response from now on we should have an auto response on the get heavy podcast at gmail.com mm-hmm. and have it be you know like a, like a questionnaire like a are your parents passed out on the pipe in the bathroom b fucking yeah. is uh you know like what kind of crazy shit is happening you know okay yeah. all of the above right and so the the kids are going to send us an email and we're going to call CPS. Yeah, because, yeah, because the okay. kids are watching this. <laughs> Obviously. Get Heavy is for the children. It is. It's for the, it's for the kids. I mean, get heavy that's, is our, for that's, the kids. that's our new slogan. Get Heavy for the kids. Get Heavy is for the kids, mm-hmm. except for the ones that you have to abort because you shouldn't have had a kid. Mm, touche, man. I feel you, dude. I mean, this has gone, this has gone really, really well. Um, I, think, yeah. I think definitely, I definitely think creating an extra step for an abused child to reach out for help is like a really that's a good way to do it i think i mean it's efficient because we all know that i check my email pretty often you know what i mean at least once or twice a week so you know just if you get here's the thing kids if you send the email and you don't get a response within 48 hours wait another 48 hours okay and then (laughs) and then call the cops okay because it's at that point it's a it's a hit or miss it might be buried in the inbox it might be buried in the uh you know in the promotions box spam mail we don't know but i mean if you can hang on you know with just one little finger hanging in the air on on the on the edge for 48 hours and then another 48 hours then call the cops right does that work that works it seems fair i think i think we're good that works uh i mean you know i, I think we covered it dude i you know as long as we all remember that love is love right love is love um chris cole and david arquette are gods mm-hmm. that's and maybe your parents are on a sick one and you're a kid that's watching this for educational purposes mm-hmm. call uh email us <laughs> and if we don't respond just email us again mm-hmm. And if we don't respond, I hope he didn't die. Hang in there, buddy. It's going to be not much better later. It's not going to get much better. The way it's going. It doesn't. Oh, yeah. Hey, so, um, I don't know if you guys have seen these yet, but 
I'd like to point out that they fit really well. I've been wearing them for the last couple of days. John and I finally got our shipment in. And I don't know if you can hear the incredible sound quality that you can speak through. Well, see, yeah. Yeah, you, know, you can hear us. Uh, at all. And you but, can breathe But we're really muffled easy. a little bit because masks work. And if you're, if you're a mouth breather like myself, um, I like this right here because it actually allows the coronavirus to escape out rather than south. in, yes. which is nice. Yes. Bigcartel.com slash Get Heavy Podcast. You can buy our masks. They're in stock, ready to ship, shipping already. T-shirts sure, will be here in the here. next week. Shirts will be two. And sure, uh, follow <laughs> us on YouTube. Uh, follow us on all podcast outlets. Follow us on Instagram, Get Heavy Podcast. And uh, try not to die, guys. We try love not you. to die. If you do, we love you, and we'll see you on the other side. All right. Bye.